Welcome to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blarney. It's a busy time for London Irish as the final preparations are underway as the start of pre-season draws ever closer. And while some are focused on pre-season, a number of London Irish new recruits are still in action in the Super 14. Ben Franks and new London Irish assistant coach Clark Laidlaw's Hurricanes face the Brumbies in this weekend's semi-final, with Brendan McKibben's Waratahs facing off against the Highlanders. So, our players and coaches in the Southern Hemisphere have their focus elsewhere. The rest of the London Irish squad arrive back at Hazelwood on the 1st of July, with Tom Coventry joining on the 13th of July. Another London Irish player who's been busy over the off-season is Owen Griffin with the Emerging Ireland squad at the Tbilisi Cup. Andrew, you were out there. How did he go? Yeah, it was. Um, he actually did very well. Uh, Alan Clark, the Emerging Ireland coach, made it clear at the start that each player will get ample game time. And Owen started the first two games, doing very well, and came on as a substitute in the third game. So, obviously, a great tournament for Emerging Ireland. They, they won that quite convincingly in the end. Um, and Owen you know, showed his worth. He's, he had a tough time at London Irish w- with injury. But obviously when I was out there catching up with him, he, he said it's great that he's still in that Ireland uh, bubble. Um, he was the only non-Irish provincial player in the squad. So it shows he's still very much on their radar uh, and that's all he can hope for. And obviously now it's about pushing on with London Irish uh, next season and really you know, showing that he, he could ho- hopefully have the chance to step up into that Irish senior squad going forward. And the players are back at the start of the month with Tom Coventry arriving about a fortnight afterwards. What will they be focusing on in that space between Tom arriving? Is it just a case of get everyone back in the groove so when Tom arrives they can start firing? Or Yeah, well I think Bob Casey's made it very clear that both Bob and Glenn have had a lot of FaceTime and phone time with Tom over, over the last six months, ever since it was announced that he'll be coming in as head coach. Now, they've got everything... Um, organised down to a T. I would suggest that the 1st of July, the players that are coming back will be under um, Head of Strength and Conditioning coach Rob Palmer's guidance and Rob will be taking them through a lot of strength and conditioning based work over the next month. Uh, Obviously they've had a month off so they've had holidays and their training regime would have been put backwards so um, that will probably take the primary focus. Uh, before Tom comes in and they start getting into sort of game situations and a bit a bit more on-field training um, once the conditioning side's sort of up to a level where they can um, train pro- properly again. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a busy time. The good thing is, and we've harped on about it, is pre-season is until the 16th of October. And there's three pre-season games. There's a lot of time for new players to bet in coaches to come in, understand the players that are currently here, get to know the new players, and hopefully we can hit the ground running uh, on the first weekend, uh, on, the, on, the, on the weekend of the 16th, 17th of October when the fixtures are announced. And finally, at the top of the show, we mentioned it's the Super Rugby semi-finals this weekend <coughs> with a number of new London Irish players and coaches featuring. Who do you think is going to take the crown this year? I mean, for me, the Hurricanes have been outstanding. Uh, ben Franks, who's starting this weekend, tight head, um, I think it's going to be a very tough ask for the Brumbies. They've obviously travelled from South Africa back to Australia, then over to Wellington. It's a lot of flying. Um, you know, given the vein of form the Hurricanes are in, I'd be very surprised if they were to relinquish the opportunity to have a home final. So I'll pick the Hurricanes to win that one. Um, I think the Waratahs and the Highlanders is, is a tougher call. Obviously, we've got um, Brendan McKibben, who's in, involved for, for the Waratahs. Uh, you would suggest and expect probably the Waratahs to come through that, but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it would be as convincing as the 
the, the Hurricanes. I, I, for me, it'll be a Hurricanes Waratahs final um, with the Hurricanes picking up the title. So, uh, new assistant coach Clark Laidlaw will certainly be uh, buoyed if that, if that was to happen coming over to, to London Irish at the end of July. Well, I'm delighted to say we're joined by a London Irish legend and now academy coach, Mr. Declan Danaher. Uh, Declan, firstly, thank you for joining us on the Blarney podcast. Um, got to start with, obviously, some of the time for the rugby players and obviously the coaches. Um, what have you been up to over the last month or so? Um, I've taken a little bit of time away from here, which is important, sort of uh, refresh. Um, unfortunately, like anything, the, the, the rugby holidays normally clash with, with my kids in school. So um, we took a little bit of time off. We went to, to Portugal for a couple of days, but the, my missus is a stickler for the rules and the, uh, the kids are in school. So we, we haven't, had a, haven't had a big, big break. Um, but it's been nice. It's, it's been good just to, to get away from here and clear my head. And, and most coaches uh, this time of year like to do a bit of CPD. So I have been to uh, GB Hockey. Uh, the, I went to see the women's team. Uh, Danny Kenny was, uh, you know, very kind enough to let me come and have a watch, and it's actually been brilliant. I've they've won there. They had semi-finals in Valencia, and, and they've qualified for the World Cup. So I got to see them uh, train for the day and, and bits and pieces that they were doing in preparation for that. And it was good to watch the games and see them do some of those things. So I was uh, I was there up at Bisham Abbey, and then I spent a day up at Warrington with Lee Breers seeing what they do with the first team and what they do with the academy. Um, Lee's obviously a, a Warrington rugby league legend. Um, it was lovely to meet him and, and get some of his ideas and, and his take on, on the game, even though it's a different code. And then I got to, to meet Tony Smith, the, the first team coach, and then watch the academy train in the evening. Um, and they do things a little bit differently up there. And, and hopefully, like anything, like most coaches, you're sort of a magpie for ideas. So. Um, hopefully, from I know for a fact from both of those those visits, I've I've picked things up and, and now want to implement with the uh, with the academy and, and with my style of coaching. Just talking about the academy, and obviously we've got additions to the senior academy this year with uh, Harry Arrington, Curtis Langdon, uh, Theo Brophy Clues, Johnny Williams, and Callum Watson as well. So, a couple of very talented young players. Can you give us a little bit about each of those individually? Yeah, I, I think Harry. I start with Harry. Harry's just finished university up at Loughborough. Um, he's played up there for three years and, and been part of their team, which was uh, which plays in National One. Um, he's done incredibly well. Uh, he's uh, he can play loose head and tight head, um, and I think now he's probably got to knuckle down one position or the other. Very good ball carrier, very dynamic. Um, uh, we were lucky enough. Nick Nick saw him a year ago um, and thought you know rated him pretty highly, and we've kept an eye on him. And, when we had an opportunity to, to sign him up for the senior academy, um, we, we were lucky enough to do so. So we, we've got high hopes for him and, and he's at that slightly older stage of the, the senior academy. So what we're hoping is he can you know, develop and, and kick on in the next year and, and hopefully get himself a first team contract. Uh, the others, uh, they're all having a bit of time off. They've finished their A-levels um, and we'll start with Theo. Uh, Theo will be going away. Theo and Johnny actually will be going away with England on the 18th tour to South Africa. Um, they were both on it a year early last year. Um, 
Johnny's just coming back from an injury, so um, I think we'll be keeping a bit of an eye on him and, and Theo. Um, it'll be a good experience for him to, to go out to South Africa now, is that little bit older, and, and see what he can do. They're very good Six Nations, or, or their equivalent, and, and hopefully he can he can learn things out there. Um, and Curtis, uh, probably a little unlucky not to get on that tour. There's a couple of good good hookers ahead of him, uh, a lad from Bristol and a lad from Gloucester. So uh, I know he's a little bit disappointed and he's looking forward to, to pre-season and, and proving the people wrong and hopefully get himself in the window for the 19s. Um, and then Callum Watson, uh, he's he's had a break. Um, I'm sure he's been doing bits and pieces over the pre-season or, or before, we, before he turns up in terms of his passing and, and skills and stuff Paul's asked him to do. Uh, and obviously he was lucky enough to sit on the bench a couple of times for the first team towards the end of, of last year and I'm sure he'll be he'll sort of be targeting an opportunity again um, as soon as possible to, to get himself in the mix. And two of your colleagues, Billy Clark and Giselle Mayda, as with sport people move on, those two have decided to, to move on to new opportunities. Can you just give us a few words on behalf of the academy on, on the two individuals? I'd, look, I would like to thank both of them. Look, Billy, Billy did a an incredible job in very tough circumstances um, looking after the academy and uh, I don't think he's he's had the credit um, that he should have got because uh, a lot of the work he did sort of kept the academy afloat and there was there was talk at times of the RFU almost shutting us down and Billy um, with the limited resources um, that he had managed to keep us afloat and part of the reason um, you know he's going on to become an agent and one of Billy's strengths is his ability to spot a player um, there's guys coming through in our system who wouldn't be there, who, who are probably 16, 17 now, who wouldn't be there if Billy hadn't spotted them when they were 13, 14, 15. Um, and we wish him every luck with that. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be having dealings with him. Um, he's got his eye on a, on a couple of uh, a couple of our players and a couple of other lads. I know he's been out to the to the 20s World Cup, and um, we've had a couple of emails back and forth. And you know, players we've, I've watched on on the video and he's seen out there. I know he's he's trying to trying to pick up for his agency and I'm sure you know he'll kick on to bigger and better things. Um, Giselle, she's had a fantastic eight years uh, running the ace for us. Um, I know she's come she's come close a couple of times to winning it um, and I think she's just decided um, she wants to move on and, and try something different. Her, her kids are getting to that stage now where uh, exams are coming up and GCSEs and A-levels and I think she wants to spend a bit more time with them. Um, and less time with with her extended family, which is which is the ace. But look, she's she's done an unbelievable job, and it's been a, a pleasure for me. I, I suppose I spent the most time working with G. You know, I've had a, a lot to do with the ace. Um, it's been unbelievable, and um, the things I've learned from her. I suppose more that pastoral role of of making sure that that you're looking for that all-rounded player. Um, and also the guy, look, those guys are going to kick on to make it, but the, the people who aren't quite there, making sure they get that sort of attention that you know the, the better guys are getting as well. So look, we wish her every luck. I'm, I'm sure she'll uh, she'll dip her toe back into the water at some point to to get involved in coaching, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing what she does. Thank you for listening to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. <laughs>